0: Hey everyone, my name is Dave Nixon and welcome to the Alpha Theta Flow podcast. This is Flow 716 and today I'm going to talk about addiction. And uh, it's not really addict- addiction addicted addiction to substances that I'm discussing today, but more so addiction to an idea. And I could surely talk about this for a very long time. But before I do, I also want to frame that my... Um, timetables has been absolutely hectic there's a bit going on with um the gyms and everything else that i'm doing on the back end it's just no one can see it at the moment i feel like a duck on water with my legs are going nuts but on top it sort of kind of appears calm a few quacks here and there but i'm doing it at the moment um during the day so i'm trying to fit these podcasts in during the day um which means there may be sounds around in the other businesses so i do apologize i'll do my best but alas here we are and uh, back on to addiction so what I want to talk about though today is the addiction to being somebody. The addiction to our personality, right? And it's it's coming from the angle that our that we don't have a personality, but even though a lot of people are had by their personality, as in they they literally run their life as if that's their personality, so that's why they do the things they do, as if there's that's kind of some sort of justification. Now keep in mind with personality there is absolutely a part that is that is nature, without a doubt there's a massive part which is nurture. And so the key thing is starting to look at what part is what part of nurture and what part is within my control that is that I'm actually either ignoring or allowing to dictate how I act. And therefore I'm not actually behaving autonomously. I'm behaving in, in accordance to a set of of rules, which you could also think of these rules as beliefs, that were given to me at a younger age that I still have installed in my software that is then dictating my hardware, and that's how I'm experiencing the world, as if that to be true. And so our ability to go in and alter the software so that we get the different type of results that we want in life, and personally, you know, you think about it from the angle of... Um, Often people want to achieve particular things. They continue to to seek this this, um, competition and and succeeding uh, so that they don't go without. However, they're constantly going without. They're going outside of them. Whereas when we go within, we never go without because what we're looking for outside of us, we find where it's always been, which is is inside of us. And that's in the quiet times, etc. That's why work in and work out are both. So crucial. So, what else do I mean by addiction to being somebody? Well, George Goodriff was quoted years and years ago now saying that the last thing people want to let go of is their suffering. And that's what I'm talking to the most when I talk about this idea of being addicted to a a somebody, a personality, right? to addicted to our suffering as if that somehow justifies why I do what I do and therefore it has me now I'm not saying that you know healing or therapy is is not is simple or you know should be something that people should just get over that's not it at all it's work worth doing it is work worth doing it is normal and i have not met a single person that could not benefit and their 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 impact on other people could not benefit from some form of healing that's the blind truth of it and same thing for myself and the more that we can take ownership of our healing rather than blaming for our pain the moment we can do that our whole life changes and so does our personality so does our personal reality and this is one of the most important things to understand and this is like suffering is one end of the same coin as success. And often we see them, especially within the fitness industry or sports or something along those lines, where suffering is like you suffer so that you can succeed at some point. And yes, I've even been quoted saying, uh, when I was younger, I used to think the weak suffered, but now I realize uh, it's actually the other way around it's what that's what the weak avoid they avoid suffering they avoid moving through things that are difficult and and I can agree to that but it depends on how you use the word suffer right some people suffer because they hold on to their pains as if it's a, if it's it's because it was a part of their story it's like they're trying to move on to a new chapter but they're trying to integrate and reread the same fucking chapter it's like, you know, I know that, let's move on, right? And that's where therapy and healing and other variations of, of the past work is so crucial because when I talk about suffering and success being two sides of the same coin, what I'm often saying there is that people will often build their identity around their successes in the same way people are building an identity around their sufferings. It's, it's the same thing. Neither one of those things are you, Neither one of those things are you right here, right now with all of your potential, right? Because as you look forward to your life, there is a, an ultimate field of potentials of how it will unfold. And you have to look at it and go, what, do, what, what is within my control and what's without my control? And pay attention to what is within your control, because when you do that, you have the ability to continually move towards what actually is for you, because you're rocking up, you're showing up as you, not as the people that were hurt in the past, right? You, 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 if you're waiting for an apology from someone in the past, they're not coming. And even if they did, and they apologize, and you feel better because they apologize, guess what? They still control you, because it's their action that dictates your emotion. Do you understand that? Do you hear that? It's one of the most powerful things is to learn to accept an apology and let the person move on because you're the one holding on to it. You're holding a, a an ember in your hand hoping they get burnt. You're drinking cyanide hoping they get sick. It's the same thing. When we can accept an apology without them actually apologizing, we move on. So the question comes then, how do we move away from this persona this mask that we have developed to deal with reality that has been so ingrained and embedded and one of the things is that we actually start to do the work in we start to do all of the stuff that's slow it doesn't look like work it doesn't look fancy right but it's hard work because we struggle to actually do it right and we start to recognize the parts of us we build awareness to the parts of us that no longer serve Right, We acknowledge them. We admit. There's four steps to this. We admit where it was useful and admit that we actually still do it. And then we declare. So we set aim. We set aim for where we want to go. And we declare that that's crucial and that's important to us. And as corny as I did thought this was for years and it's just not we surrender as if we're not trying to control the world anymore like we we know how the world should work we surrender to allow all of the organisms within the world to do what they do and that's one of us as well otherwise there's someone out there that we barely know trying to think that they know what's right for us it's the same thing it's this idea of surrendering and that way in doing so it's almost like the blockage of the river of your life starts to actually piece by piece remove and it starts to flow again. The more that we like, it's like quicksand, the more that we try and battle against it, you know, it's not going anywhere, you're sinking. But when you can relax and surrender, you can float to the top. And when we can understand that and practice it day in, day out, and more than anything, in, work in, meditate, ice baths, learn to breathe, like all of these things then we have this healthy balance of work in work out and that's where we find our potential and on that note team I'm done thank you very much for tuning in now I have a module one it's a two day, technically one and a half but two day uh, seminar here in Canberra coming up on the weekend of the 30th of April you can find out more at alphathetaflow.com or on my socials it's for trainers and coaches or people that are heavily involved in fitness to get a clear indication of an introductory to flow intelligence theory A couple of the subjects that we're going to cover is developing multiple perspectives as a coach identifying identifying stages of mental and physical developments within clients which means then you're able to actually offer better better strategies and plans moving forward for them because you're meeting them where they're at on a developmental stage breathing for performance and state induction physical workout to put all your learnings into practice uh, and that's just day one so i'm really looking forward to running that It's on the 30th of April and the 1st of May uh, this year, 2021. So in a couple of weeks. But anyway, that's me done. I'm out. You can find out more information about that at alphathetalflow.com. Otherwise, until tomorrow, big love, peace and pizza. I'll see you all soon.